this right here, clean energy. I had like most of it on the way to the gym today. What is it called? Kill Cliff. Um, it says Ignite on it, and it's the flavor, Tropical Thunder. Wait, is the drink Kill Cliff or the flavor? Nah, it's called Kill Cliff, Ignite. All natural freedom. That shit look terrible. Well, <laughs> it don't taste terrible. It's actually pretty good. And what I makes got you think at the gym? But my thing is, what makes y'all niggas actually be believing that these drinks are clean? I go with no expectations. I'm just gonna see how my body react to it. I already know yes. that half it. I already know a lot of the stuff that they put out in the food and drinks ain't what you Where think you get it, it is. From, I got I got it from Publix. I think that's a reliable so source. You just like you just go to the fridge and be like, hmm, I wish. I wonder which one of these motherfuckers I'm gonna pick today. Yeah, kind of, but not <laughs> that's really. Some crackhead like shit. that's not exactly how it go. If I'm whatever I'm in the mood for, because I'm honestly been trying to switch options. Because I know, I mean, if we're keeping it bean, I know Red Bull ain't the best. I know the other options ain't the best. Like maybe you mess with them every now and then, but I know they ain't like the best. And I like to have an energy drink every now and then. Not every day no more, because that shit's a bad habit. Do you, do you do your research before you buy it? Or you just I mean, I, I look this at This nigga read the I, can. Well, the, the funny <laughs> shit, y'all, it's, it's, it's funny. I already know, bro. Well, it's, it's funny, because, again, yeah, it's... You think it's seen freedom on the side I let y'all have that. Like, yep. I didn't read up on this can, <laughs> but I actually do look at the facts when I'm looking up shit that I'm just trying. That's a fact. That boy said, get me ignited. Anything that I I try now, I Talking do actually. clean energy. I do read about it. You that should say 100% juice. Not this one. This <laughs> <laughs> shit. This nigga be believing what they say on the can. You know they be bullshitting. You know what? Fuck y'all. This shit was good. I had a great workout. It was tropical. It was tropical, and I brought that thunder. He you said tropical. That's what it say on the can. This nigga gonna have heart palpitations in ten minutes. You know what? <laughs> They ain't gonna stop wishing that on me, goddamn. I'm not wishing nothing. Hell nigga. nah. That boy, that boy go to the. <laughs> he be going to Dollar Tree and just spinning around at points. I don't do that. <laughs> see, <laughs> fuck that. Now those drinks could kill you. If you buy energy drink from Dollar Tree, that ain't a Red Bull, nigga. You crazy. That should say. They sound like tiger, stagger two drinks and shit. That should say Red Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Red Tiger. <laughs> Oh Show my you god, that's fucking that's funny. funny. <laughs> Shout out to Kill Cliff though. I'm gonna I'm gonna get another one. If you, I ain't gonna put that on you. Don't. <laughs> Whatever you gonna say, hold that, please. I ain't even gonna say that. That's fucked up. No, oh man. No bad vibes. Did you listen to the drink? Clean energy. Get that. Chill with that dirty shit, bro. I'm, my thing is, when it comes when it comes to energy drinks or any of that shit, like soda, right? I don't like the idea of diet soda. That just sounds like a, a a really dumb idea to me. Diet soda. Like, if I'm going to drink soda, the whole point of me doing this, this is an unhealthy act. It's like, like what the fuck are diet cigarettes? Or like... Diet cigarettes are vapes. <laughs> like, what are we doing here, yeah, bro? Yeah, some people fuck with that, though. I feel like people fuck with it because they read the can. Like, they, they look at it and they're like, well... I'm already drinking soda. This says it's zero sugar. This says it's zero whatever. But they're not even paying attention that this is some shit you could pull you could pull oh, on a car shit. to get battery acid on. I missed the best part. This just said ingredients that don't suck. Feel your body <laughs> for the next adventure. <laughs> Yo, please. Please, bro. Please. Man, fuck yeah, that shit was good, bro. <laughs>
I'm gonna go ahead better, and set the vibe. Better than man. that motor oil. Mike, check one, two, one, two. Here. That's right. What's up, what's happening? I go by the name of Reggie Days, and this is yet another episode of Reality Bites. Today I'm joined by my right-hand man. Sheem the Dream. And we are also joined by... Yep. Man, Homecoming. One of the only times of the year where I can get away with playing a record like this. Let's go ahead and let it fly. Big shouts out to everybody listening to us out in Texas, out in Memphis, out in D.C., man. Y'all been showing love in the DM. Appreciate it, Thank y'all. Thank y'all. To everybody out there about to uh, celebrate the Florida Classic, man, hopefully this puts you in the right mood. For those of you who are not in Florida, man, it's right around, what, Thanksgiving, everybody getting back to their hometowns, everybody flying back home. That's uh, that's the kind of vibe that we on right now, man. Kick it. And make me melt like butter when it comes to sound, I like y'all want to stutter. I turn you on like a neon light, make everything all right like in the middle of the night. You want you need somebody to love you, like some stones will have a yabba dabba do. Caress you and hold you in my word is bond. Yo, PA, she's got the vibe, hon. Right about now, man, we out here setting the tone. I hope everybody out there is getting a drink, kicking your feet up. We are getting right back in the groove. We missed about, what, a week or two, but fuck it, y'all ain't paying us anyway. How y'all boys feeling? Awesome. Man, continuing on with the groove, we got to give them one more, one more, one more. Let's go. Yeah, go ahead and wear out your Shazam to this one. I already know. I already know. Go ahead, pull it out. What the fuck is that? Yeah. 
like, share, subscribe. Let's go. was Bobby Brown with That's The Way Love Is. Had to come back in with a little bit of energy. Hopefully, uh, well, I already know you missed us. Shout out to everybody who DM'd us, checked up on the pod. You know, I had to let you guys know. We had a, a few technical difficulties, but we still around. We still we still kicking it, man. We all good. It ain't no breakup. You feel me? Oh, yeah, yeah. We in this thing. Most definitely not that. A lot of podcast breakups have been happening. On, uh, it's It's been interesting to watch, but, you know. That's just part of life, you know. Actually, that's going to be part of the conversation that we have because this this time of year, think about it. People coming back in, people who, this is the time of year where if you do have a career like that or if you have a job that does let you get off, this is that time of year where everybody kind of gets together. So you come back to your old hometown. Some of you who've lived in your hometown forever, this is the one of the few times you start actually picking up people's phone calls and hanging out with them and actually taking a chance to go see them motherfuckers and you know, the fam. part of that is growing apart. Part of that is learning who you became versus who you used to be. Like high school, college, all that good shit. Hell, cousins. But, you know, part of that is also realizing that I'm not who y'all thought I was going to be. And I'm flexing on you niggas. And that's okay, too, because that's that's the mode mm-hmm. I'm going to be in. See, not all of yeah, us are. Fact. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got, gotta be. Gotta be. And sometimes you got to put the shiny suit on and, and come back in front of the niggas from high school who ain't never think you was going to get it, you know? Go ahead and let Pastor Mace take us there. Girl, roll harder than some of your niggas. Now what the hell is you looking for? 
for Can a young man get money anymore? Let my pants sag down to the floor Really do it matter as long as I score? Can't my car look better than yours? Can I have a bad bitch without no flaws? Come to see me without no drawers In a stretch Lex with about 10 doors This, especially being in Florida This is like the capping nigga central Like this is Florida Classic is that time where everybody's gonna be on the Turo app. Everybody's gonna be riding in cars that have the the <laughs> true. the fucking dealership tags because you already know the repo man gonna come and get it next month. You got all the rentals. Rentals rentals been sold out for at least a month at this point. The rentals about to make some bread though because you know niggas about to smoke them cars out. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a lot of women fucking niggas that are gonna be in cars Just don't that. Crash it. Oh, yeah, no, it's going to be a lot of women that are having sex with men for cars that they don't actually have. And yeah. it's a beautiful time of year, yeah. to be honest. I feel bad for the guys who got to clean up. They're going to be cleaning but this year. <laughs> and shit. Shout, shout out to, yeah, shouts out to the janitors of uh, every auto service, auto parts, <laughs> auto anything. Y'all boys are going to have a horrific December. My God. Thanksgiving break and Florida classic is gonna be nothing but black and mild rappers and old thongs and this is, oh it's my gonna god be, it's gonna be a neck bone <laughs> somebody plate that done fell off a man. singular neck bone is disgusting <laughs> that's the From nasty the green plate bro yo what I never understood what I never understood have y'all ever seen anybody leave open food under some like under a bed under a couch under yeah, like in, in a home. Have yeah. you ever seen that? Yeah. Chef said he hasn't. No, no, I have. I, I oh, you have every, okay. every Everybody done seen that, but, like, under the bed is crazy. I don't think everybody's seen that. Nigga, I, I went my whole life without seeing that until, like, Damn. fourth, fifth year of college. I've never seen no nasty-ass shit like that. I didn't know that you was know, real. You know are, you are an Islander. Maybe it's different. I, I've, I'm not yeah, an Islander background, but I've, I've, so I've seen that. As an Islander, that's some shit that yeah. you think only exists on TV. Yeah. I, heard, I know how y'all give it up about cleaning y'all oh different. yeah y'all there's, different. yeah 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 there's absolutely no such thing being a dirty islander would get you beat by your entire family <laughs> like that's probably the craziest ass whooping that you could possibly imagine bro, some people don't let you wear socks in their crib bro. for real like it's no it's Respect, it's serious bro. bro it's definitely serious and y'all see how I, like i'm a ocd nigga i can't imagine yeah. yo i remember having a roommate and going in this nigga's room and seeing a fully dressed cheeseburger under his bed. A like, fully dressed cheeseburger. Think about it. Because there was like the ketchup was on there. The mustard was on there. It was maybe a bite taken out of it. And that was just it. And it was sitting there. And that thing had lived there long enough where I'm pretty sure it had a social security number, bro. <laughs> it was the most disgusting shit. And it was firm. You know how when you know it's old, like it's hard as shit. So it's kind of like you a. You could have threw that bitch in the easy bake oven. It's like a, a fucking. It's, <laughs> it's like a burger statue, right? Like here lies what used to be this nigga's dinner. Fucking disgusting, man. But how y'all boys feeling? How's, how's everybody doing, man? We're getting in the holiday season, bro. Holiday season, man. Grind time. Getting ready for the shine. Depends on how you look at it. Uh, for some people, ain't getting ready for the shine. Cause, <laughs> bro, somebody, um, I did one of those little stupid things. Um, I'm mad superstitious sometimes, so they, they do be getting me. Like, uh, you know the little sticker thing on Instagram, where it'll be a picture, right? Yeah. And in the picture, um, 
or there's the little tag thing that'll tell you, oh, put put a picture here of like your screen, your phone lock screen, and don't cheat. Or it'll be like, you know what I'm saying? Like it'll ask you to post a specific type of picture, and it attaches you to all the other people who posted that specific type of picture. That bullshit on Instagram, y'all y'all know what I'm talking about? I don't. Chef, no, you ain't got me on this. It's the, I don't do this. This is my first time doing it today. Yeah, no say, bro. You know how when you're going through somebody's story, sometimes there's that little thing. It's like a little white square, and it'll be like. Oh, yeah, like percentage, like like if I should uh, buy this gift or that gift. And, and no, 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 like, not that, not that. It's like you're going through somebody's story on Instagram, and you see a picture that they posted. Let's say it's a picture oh, of. Oh, they say like post your picture from two years ago. Exactly. Yeah, like post, oh, your, man. post your Halloween pic. Yeah, I boom. One of those okay. Oh, that boom. Okay. Okay. So I, I saw one. Now. I saw one today, right? And it said, "Post a really old picture from your phone, or have two years of bad luck." I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I was about to tap forward, and I was like, "You know what? Let me not even fuck around. I got an old picture. Why not?" <laughs> They got you. I see they that. got me, bro. I seen it on they your got girl. you. I seen it on girl. Like, Reggie. <laughs> Reggie, they got him. They got me, bro. I was like, they got my bro. They got clean face. They got me, bro. Because in my head, sometimes I'd be like, you know, is it worth the risk? <laughs> Baby face, Reggie. Like, imagine two years, just two horrible years go by in the back of your mind. You're like, I could have I just, just posted, posted a picture. Yeah, that's why when people do that uh, chain letter shit, I forward that shit. Like, I, I Yo, block, I ain't gonna lie. I shit. used to get so mad at chain letters right. because of the fact that I'm superstitious. So I'd be yeah. so, like, in the back of my mind, I'm like. If you don't send this to 10 people, you don't love Jesus. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and the worst thing is, this shit. in your mind, you're like, damn, bro, Jesus is watching too. Right. I got to <laughs> send it this to 10 people. <laughs> yeah. I don't even like 10 the worst, people. The worst is when they come oh, back. Fuck. Yo, you, out, you already sent back, it to 10 people, and then they come again. back to you, and you're like, bro, what the heck? And, you can't send it back to and me. And then back in the day, phones would do, like, when you forward it, everybody you forward it to gets it. <laughs> so it's just mass chain messages. Nah, bro. Yeah, no. so I did that today, right? And somebody commented immediately and was like, other than, other than your beard, you really don't look different. How old was this? And I was like, oh, this picture's from eight years ago. And they're like, oh, that's not that long ago. Da, 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 da. I was like, that's not li- that long ago to us because we take care of ourselves. <laughs> Have you seen what a motherfucker can look like in an eight-year difference? Yeah, man. I'm going to leave that one alone. I'm not. <laughs> See, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> I'm not. Cook, Yo, it's, it's so wild. And we're at the perfect age right now. We're at that age yeah. that we saw second puberty. I, 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 that's what I call that's it, right? Yeah, that's, nah, that's Second real, puberty is that thing that happens where I think for men it's between 28 and 30, and then for women it's like between 27 and 29. That thing that happens when you get like your adult body. I say, adult, I say that like, like start, second prime. I say that started at maybe 25. Nah, you got like that. You got like that. You got like that. that. I, could I just that turned. It probably hits for different people it's at like different times. It's like so, that 22 so. to like 24. And then time logo pat, and then you hit like that thirty mark, and then it's like you a whole different man. Because like I've seen prime, some bro. people look crazy washed at twenty two. I've seen some people look crazy. Like it's when you're you change somehow. It could yeah. be like a weight change for some people. For yeah. other people, it could be a height change. For other, I think that is when your habits kick in. Like um, I think it was Kevin Hart who was talking on a on an interview. And he was like, when you're born, you're a product of your parents. And when you 
become an adult, you start to become a product of your decisions. True, true. Yep. So, like, those people who peaked in high school, those people who looked, oh, man, they were, like, cover stars in high school or whatever, but were fucking around doing the dumb shit. You know what they look like in their 20s? Fucking crazy. Tired. You look tired. Yeah, you look tired, bro. You look done. Like, whoa out. But the reason why, it's not... That's yeah, not but, your genetics. But, but Big Bone Lisa, nah, she <laughs> Big Bone Lisa. Yeah, exactly. Like that, That's when you start seeing the different mm-hmm. people who, oh, yeah, he was a nerd in high school, and now this nigga look like Andrew Tate. Or, like, he, she was, like, you know, we used to call her Big Bone Bertha, and now she's a stripper at Miami King of Diamonds. <laughs> like, oh, my it's, God. It's crazy, but you start to see, you start to become a sum of your decisions around that 20s mark. When you hit 30, though, you start to see the results. I think thir- that's what I call it. 30 is the results. Like, your that's 20s true. is when you're fumbling, you're fucking around trying to find your way through life or whatever. That 30s look is mad interesting because you start yeah. to see, like, oh, you did a lot of drugs. Like, you can look at somebody and be like, oh, you. You done. You was, you was in Molly World. Yeah, for, for, for a solid half a decade. Yeah, that's bad when some of our people don't age well if we just keeping it at black and brown level. I mean, but it, is that's it everybody. Though? It could be. Well, is some it, of it is, is it genetics. Because I mean, like with men, you know, the whole hairline thing, the whole right. hair and all of that. That could be. Right. Ge- that's genetics. Some Stress. people, or, or just your facial features. Some people, I, I know, they do say black don't crack, and that's facts in most cases. But like we talk about right now, it don't. I saw somebody it. post today. They said black don't crack, but that shit sure do swell. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Black swell. And as somebody who, like, my weight fluctuates throughout the year. I'm just one of those people, if I don't stay focused, I can fluctuate. I can can literally fluctuate by 30 or 40. That's real. And it's easy for me to do up or down, up or down, up or down at any point in time. And it's, that's a thing for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. You look like what, it's, I had a friend tell me that before where they were like, bro, if you look at yourself in the mirror today, you look like a sum of your last six months. Your bank account is a sum of your last six months or nine months or 12 months. Like, what the fuck was you doing? That's what it is. If you That's up, you're usually up because you were doing something the last however months yep. to lead to this. Today didn't just happen. Oh, that's real perspective, boy, though. But we eating McDonald's, boy, eating lobster and shrimp. <laughs> Heck yeah, them seafood boils <laughs> every day. <laughs> the seafood boys with the gloves on. Cholesterol be out of this fucking world. Nothing but butter and salt. That shit crazy, man. Old Bay. <laughs> old Bay. I got that Old Bay with me. Speaking of Old Bay, this is also that time of year where you, you know, you start linking up with the, the, the ones that. For some of these niggas, it's the one that got away. It could be the one that ran away. <laughs> The one that slid away, the one you threw away. <laughs> nah, not that one. Big Bone Lisa. Big Bone Lisa. <laughs> it could be y'all. Oh, that's a good Ooh, one. Y'all ever good. saw s- y'all? Okay, have you ever bumped into somebody, and like this was somebody who wanted you at some point, and you looked at it and you like hell nah, but now she looked different. And you're like, you know what? Let me try to see if I could. Why are you over there looking at me? Exactly. <laughs> Why my girl's there? <laughs> um, yes. 
I'll leave it at that. Now, no, 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 I ain't no leaving it at that, yeah, nigga. Yeah, 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 the question that. is, yes, were you able to capitalize? Oh, no, nah, it was just I know the person. Like, it wasn't no situation like that. Like, oh, I'm, just I'm, the feeling changed. Like, it's when like I, you, it's when, not like when, you hit the like button on IG or something. Like, That's what it sound like. It could be that. You know what I'm saying? I show love. <laughs> I get it, love could back. Be, it could be that. It, it could be that. But what I'm saying is pretty much somebody might have not been at their best in the past, which is understandable and may not have been the most attractive. For, for whatever I like, whatever that is, right? Now they look great. I'm going to show love. I respect it. Yeah, Sheem definitely the nigga who would try to represent himself in court and end up doing like 30 years <laughs> no, over something it's stupid. It's okay. Like it's, this, wait, hold the fuck this, up. What you mean by this? <laughs> He's definitely... Did you hear how he said that? He was like, you know, they may not have taken good care of themselves and they may not have... They may not look the way that they want to look. Well... I'm trying this thing. I'm trying to be a little bit more respectful. You feel me? That's all. I'm sorry. Is that bad? That sounds cheesy. Cause I could go crazy. Hey, I could go. I, I could. I could go crazy, but I try to keep it. Keep it light with the ladies. No, nah, I get it. I get it. But yeah. you're saying something positive. You're. Li- we're literally I'm talking. And, 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 and what women. I said. And what right. I said was something positive. Now what? Now what you wanted me to say? Yo, Shorty was bad. Shorty was terrible. Like, and now she looks. All right, Shorty was. You can tell the truth. That was while well, I still. Told she knew the truth. she looked bad. That's why I, she made the changes. Don't okay, okay. Don't, don't criticize like me what, for. What, what was the difference between then and now? Mm. There was weight, <laughs> a big weight difference, and 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 pounds was shedded. Now they look good. You know what I'm saying? She maybe her style wasn't all that. Now she Shorty could dress and everything like that. This nigga keeps saying maybe. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Thirty years. It's okay. Judge gonna get tired of his shit thirty years immediately, but not nah, like uh, Chef. How about you, bro? Have mm-hmm. you ever? It could be somebody from high school, old job, old scenario. You see them, and then you're like, "Damn, she didn't look like that before." Yeah, it's it's a few of those. You see them now, you know, you're like, "Okay, you know, you done glued up." You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's happening a lot now, man. Like all them all them squares that was back then in high school and stuff. They coming up now. They Trying to do their thing. I think high school shouldn't even count on nobody's record, man. I mean, should, well, this is why I because w- there's so many people that I feel like, even though they didn't, you know, yeah. they they didn't glow up that that much, but they at least look better than then. Like high school was when you was high, bad on a lot of people. When you were bro. high school kids, some kids just don't. They not conscious about that. They don't give a fuck about what people think about their style or whatever the case may be. Well, it's also you're not a you're not a, yeah. an adult yet, so you can't make your own decisions either. And so and a lot that, of people right. like especially if you have let's say parents who have, you know, meeker means, like they couldn't really do certain things or whatever. There's that, there's a lot of and especially I'll say this, with black people, there's a rough period that happens in high school where a lot of people's parents don't know how to do kid hair. They don't know how to do certain styles. They don't know how to do certain types of things. They know how yeah. to do things that'll keep it like healthy. They can keep your hair healthy, but they don't know how to like all these new styles that keep coming out. And especially, I'll say this for women, the way that women's hair has changed over the last like 10, 15 years. Uh-oh. <laughs> like the way, the way women's hair has changed over the last 10, 15 years, a lot of the styles that like women wear now or even wore like when we were in college or whatever. Yeah. Those things didn't exist when your parents was young. Half that shit, like the tech, you know what I'm saying? Like certain types, if you know any woman that does like installs for wigs, installs for like, for all that type of, yeah, bro, half them techniques, 
Half them techniques did not exist in the 80s and 90s. I mean, you're right. So that, yeah. that, that can sit there and you know, throw a little sugar and spice and everything nice. You the know? Mar- That's Simpson. more than sugar and spice. Because I'll tell you, the, the, Mar- the Simpson, difference. Glue, the, glue. Because we've That's, seen, yeah. you've seen it before where a girl will change her hairdo from like, let's say, it'll be a bob and then it'll be like a, a long do or whatever. Whatever it, whatever it is, the two different, that could be Thanks. two different people that just walked into this door, bro. I mean, you're right. That's, that's, I, you got to give that credence or hell dudes and haircuts. A lot of people don't know, like they can't go to the pop and barbershop if they live in certain hoods or certain areas. Like, right. I remember the best barbershop in Pine Hills in my area was Blessed Hands. I couldn't always go to Blessed Hands, A, because my folks couldn't afford it like that. And then B, when I could afford it, you're in school damn near the whole time the barbershop is open. When the hell are you gonna have a have time to actually go get a cut? Oh shit! See, he's trying to say you, you got catfish and shit. It was at the good angle. <laughs> Damn, was it catfish? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying. That. I'm not saying that. Nah, I'm saying I, for nah, the most I, part, I, I high school. Catfish. I think I think high school <laughs> just def, shouldn't be held against. Catfish. I think high school shouldn't be held against most people's records when you think about how somebody look and stuff like that. Because that's not even going back to the first thing I said about you being a sum of your your parents' genetics or whatever. And by high school, you're some of your parents' decisions. I mean, damn. You're, right, you're not even, I, like, I, you I, don't have an ugly effect. Ugly is ugly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you can blow up or you could decrease, but, I mean, ugly is ugly. Bush. Even if you could be ugly then and you look good now, you could look good then. I ain't going to lie. If you, look like but booga, you, if you look like Booga Booga, then, I, then you still look like glowed up Booga Booga. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. Y'all full of shit because we've both seen the difference between a good haircut. What, what difference a good haircut will do? Like all them videos that be on IG of the dude yeah. that dudes coming off you you see barbers uh, uh taking homeless people and like giving them just a haircut and this nigga walk out now he look like right, a yeah, dan- yeah he looks super fresh yeah I mean I can see I well, see what you mean well hairdos change hairdos change people for, for anybody, grooming for another grooming, thing grooming. grooming bro when you think about this the the conditions that motherfuckers be put in in high school it's fucking crazy you're waking up at like five o'clock in the morning. Niggas be tired. They, they, bro. I remember people sitting in classrooms with fucking hot fries and soda and bullshit at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Child. Lunch is at eleven or noon. They got you with fucking milk and pizza, and like, bro. We, when you think about, nah, they were trying to poison <laughs> us, bro. Some of us didn't overcome that shit. I, that's why you talk about. They people got people. Crazy. They got people in gym class in third period. You got seven classes in a day. Right. Niggas walking around sweaty and weird for the rest of the fucking day. It's like when you look at the conditions that people put people through in high school, nah, bro, that shit, almost everybody going to look weird as fuck compared to college. That's why college be so lit. Like when people I mean, yeah. really first yeah. get that freedom, first are able to really like take care of themselves. But and, I mean, it's high school. Like, I mean, you see what you're seeing, so you don't really see the next level. So at the at the end of the day, so no, I know that. that high. I know we well, didn't know that back then. Higher, so now you see it. We didn't thing. know that back then, yeah. but I'm saying as an adult looking back, you yeah. look at some people. It didn't take three, four years for them to glow up. You know what it took? Not having to wake up at five a.m. in the morning and eat hot fries. Like it took her a year. <laughs> it took her summer. By the time she come to school in the fall, now you taking in college. You taking what three classes a day? Four classes a day? Yeah. Reggie out here making excuses for that. Nah. Nah, that ain't excuses. Because she ate them hot fries, but her her looks ain't got nothing to do with them goddamn hot fries. Yeah, they <laughs> Bro, I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> I, the one thing that I noticed. Yeah, I 
The one thing that I notice changes the most about people, their skin, their skin gets changed by their diet, bro. Oh, For yeah, sure. He's talking about the girl with the acne. That yeah, that's oh. what I'm saying. She looks bad. I know what you're saying. Uh-oh. Bro, how common was acne in high school? But it notice yeah. how... But how she still was cute with acne. I don't know about that. She was a clear self This nigga was out here fucking crunch bars. Oh. That's what he... God <laughs> damn. God damn. This nigga was... Nah. And hey. he out here fucking girls... This hot Cheetos, hot fries. Yeah, the hot fries, shorty. Hey, at least I'm not rubbing the hot fries on her on her fucking pimples, trying to read in braille. Oh, this damn, that's this nigga was writing poetry on the cheeks. But anyway, damn. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. <laughs> nah, don't cap ready though. Everybody done seen the girl who had the, you know, she might have been crunch virus, but she was cute. Though. Oh yeah, there's, there's there was a lot of uh, of uh, pretty sandpaper faces. That was what high school was for. Like, <laughs> that was the time. <laughs> Shorty hormones was pumping through her face, but that was also that stupid ass milk and pizza. Like, yo, chocolate milk and pizza in the morning was insane. But we was if you it. read what dairy does to people's skin, and then you look and read Dairy's what terrible, and you read really what kids like ate that. in high school, you like that's why everybody looked like that, bro. <laughs> Some people didn't break the cycle. Some people still enjoyed not that exact diet, but they don't have the best diet because of that. They, yeah, they, you stemmed, get used to it. It stemmed from that. Get used to and eating if bullshit. If you're not conscious of that shit. I honestly, I'm one of those people. I'm not lactose intolerant or anything, so I never had to go through yeah, certain things. Yeah. I stopped drinking dairy products or whatever for a period of time and switched to, like, almond milk and, like, all of those, yeah. like, other alternative processes or whatever. Yeah. Bro, within three months, I had no acne. I was shook. I was like, and mind you, at the time. Your acne was that bad that you were scared when you ain't see it? God damn. You serious? I, I had acne in two spots. I literally, had acne like, bad. on Later my cheeks. To be funny. Like, that's no, no, crazy. it was literally on my cheeks, right? It was literally, like, both sides. I look like fucking Pikachu. You know how you got the two red yeah. dots? Yeah, oh, you I had. I, I had acne in just those spots on the sides of my face, right? Yeah. And I remember when it just stopped. And it literally coincided with me changing my diet. It literally stopped like that on the dot. Yeah, that's good, man. Cause some shit be looking like you know, squeeze the toad on the motherfucker. Yeah, that shit is crazy, man. That shit is crazy. But jumping back into uh, (laughs) jumping back into the holiday season, man. Florida classic. Now for us, you know, for for us, classic is something big. It's it's a time of year where everybody gets to. Come together and just be <clears throat> black as hell in a big ass group. Get ratchet, wild out. Yeah, have uh, fun. Really. We we have two, you know, two of the most renowned HBCUs in state, and they get to uh, play against each other. And I like. I, have you ever been to a classic in any other state, or been to any other classics? Like, uh, nah, Flo- so. um, not that I could think of, but Florida, you put me on, and yeah, I enjoyed that. Was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, we yeah, went together yeah. last year. Yeah, but nowhere, nowhere else outside of that. See, I've I've had the pleasure of uh, enjoying like the uh, Honda Battle of the Bands in okay. Atlanta, and uh-huh. that's usually um, they call it. They used to call it the MLK Classic. Oh yeah, I used to live there around that time. Okay. I wasn't quite old enough, but it go down. Yeah, like, MLK Classic is crazy too. You know, certain. I feel like those are the times where. As a community, of course, you have the graduates that that get to go and celebrate their school and stuff like that. But there's like a certain level of nostalgic pride that kind of sweeps everybody. I would compare it to like people who live in North Carolina, right? And they get to go to um, 
you know, they get to go and watch, like, the NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. Or, like, people who live in certain areas and get to, you know, uh, enjoy bowl games and stuff like that. Yeah. And just that feeling that your city. Classic was even lit. Exactly. Like, that feeling that that your city gets to, you know, all come together and just have a certain level of pride within that that week or those two weeks or whatever. It's, it's, It's infectious, man. And, you know, I try not to take it for granted. It's hard. I always think about, you know, living here, living in Orlando in general, and you look at things like Disney, you look at things like Universal, you know, all these different places, you tend to take them for granted where other people, other people from other cities would kill to be this close to all these different attractions, all these different things that we have, like, easy access to. But because you live here, but because you live here, you look at it and you're like, man, that bullshit. It's like to us, to us going to Disney is like, okay, it's there. Like, it's always going to be there. Nah, that's real. I've been trying to work on changing my attitude with that, too, because, like, when family and friends call lit about shit, and I'd be like, I don't never downplay it, but my... Yeah. Yeah, you feel me? Like, I I learned to, like, I see why they appreciate it like that. You feel me? Exactly. That's how I might have felt when I wasn't here before that. Like, especially for me, City Walk was where you took took girls in high school. So, like, for me, I look at City Walk as that, and then you date a girl who's, like, Y'all are 25, 26, and she's like, oh, I've never been to City Walk before, and she's so excited. And in your head, you're like, I'm about to do this again. But it's just, it's one of those stuff for granted, man. And just like you can't take your family for granted. Like, I'm one of those people who's mad family-oriented, so this is my favorite time of the year. You know, we're not big Thanksgiving people. That, that was never really our big holiday, but for us, it's Christmas. And I feel like this time of year, being able to be with your folks, being able to be with, you know, this is the time of year where I get to see a lot of my older college friends that I don't really get to see throughout the year. You know, my work schedule doesn't really permit me just kind of jumping around and doing certain things like I would like to. But this is the time of year where we can take a few days off and, you know, kick it with some people. Just kind of see and check in. I think that, that that's what I would regard it like yeah. checking in. Like, how's everything been? How's the family? What's changed? All of those different things. And I think we're, like, getting into that age in life where you don't really get to see your people all the time like that. That's one thing I love about being here. When people come from out of town, mm-hmm. we got so much, man. They want to get lit. And you like, oh, here we go another night. But you go out and you have a yeah. great time. But you don't realize because you're with your folks, you turn up that much more. You know that's I mean? definitely like, true for sure yeah. kick it up and that's when you're with feeling, him boy, you almost gotta be boasting a little bit like yeah this Florida yeah, this <laughs> <laughs> you know this, this ain't nothing you want me to show you something let me take you over here real quick you know what I mean nah that's real yeah. that's, that's, that's real. definitely real I think there's there's also a side of me sometimes where it's like uh, I feel like it depends like year, year to year I, I fluctuate there's certain years where I feel good seeing everybody, but I think I think it's because of I'm one of those people who take inventory at the end of the year. And we talked about this last year. Yes. Shim and I talked about this last yes. year on the pod. Mm-hmm. So around my birthday, my birthday is October 15th. So for me, my birthday literally is like leaning into that fourth quarter of the year. And turning another year, every year that you turn, I feel like after – I would honestly say for me it was after 25, but I feel like for most people at some point, at the very least after 30, that self-inventory starts to get heavier and heavier. 
because you start looking at all these different possibilities of, well, there's the things that I've done. There's the things I want to do. There's the things that I said I would do that I maybe not I didn't do or I didn't do it the right way and all these different things. And you're trying to, like, rationalize. Where am I going? The hell am I doing? And I feel like. I'm one of those people who does not want to be in nobody's face if I feel like I can't look in the mirror. If I can't look in the mirror, I don't want nobody looking at me. So, like, there are years where you can hit me up and let's say, you know, we're having a kickback, we're doing this, we're doing that. Unless you specifically call me on the phone and tell me, yo, you got to be here, I'm not coming, bro. Like, and that's... But that's not that's not like some sort of um, <clears throat> condemnation on like how I feel about the person. Yeah. It's for me, it's inward. Like I'm just one of those people who I don't feel comfortable being in nobody's face if I feel like I'm fucking up this year or I'm a failure or I'm a this or I'm a that. Like I yeah. do, I don't want to be around nobody. That's what the right. fuck? That's, that's real. Like, and part of it is positive. Part of it is negative. I can see the negative aspect where it's like, damn, everybody deserves to be around family. Life is short, all of that type of stuff. But then there's the other part of you where it's like, it nigga, yeah, what, yeah. what are you celebrating? Right. You didn't do shit. Like, how do I feel kicking back, kicking my feet up? Everybody's like, yeah, man, another great year. And in my head, I'm like, nigga, I was fucking up. Yeah. There's a part of me where it's like I don't feel... Like I even deserve to be in that room, and I know that sounds dark, but it, that's just me being like honest. That's like that's, no, like, that's having, real perspective. That's like, that's like having kinfolk, right? You, you go back home, you go back home uh, to the family, right? And your brother a doctor now, and, 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 yeah. and your, your sister a uh, nurse, and et cetera, et cetera, and you still working. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you go, you go pull up to them and fucking like, damn, they gonna be talking about how they making money and all the positive things in your life, and then you gonna, it's gonna come back around to you at the table. You're oh like, well, my uh, god! Yeah. So well, just on. imagine you sitting around the table, and even worse, because with family, there's a sense of love there. Where if your family's not fuck niggas, they're not really gonna like do you that dirty like that or whatever. Now. Imagine <laughs> with just friends, nah, like, right, right. They're gonna keep it pimping. Like, what'll happen? Imagine you sitting around that table. There's the well, you know, two weeks ago, uh, my my, the hospital I work at, we decided to do X, Y, and Z. You know, I'm the youngest doctor to do such and such. Your sister chime in. She's like, oh yeah, my law firm. I just made junior partner and this and that. Yeah. Hopefully by next year, got my fingers crossed, I'll be a senior partner. And then you know, you get to your part. And you looking and you like, dog, I'm not even manager at Wawa. Like, I just, I'm just at the register. Yeah. The only thing this nigga got going is he bought a Hellcat. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he work at Wawa. You bought a Hellcat, you work at Wawa, and the repo man is looking for you now at nah, dinner. Nah, like, at dinner, you looking outside hoping the repo man not coming. Nah, if he work at Wawa and got a Hellcat, he stole that motherfucker. <laughs> hey, but, like, that's what I think about. Like, I think, for me, it even though it's not that drastic in my mind, I couldn't picture putting myself in the position where I'm at that dinner. Right. You see what yeah, I'm saying? Like right. to me, the audacity of showing up is nuts. That's real. But I guess that would be if you <laughs> got that type of family though. Like that. Wow. Wow. He so. bringing all the, uh, Sprite, all the Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the soda. I got the soda. Don't worry about all it. The toilet I got the soda. 
and especially don't don't let it be a situation where let's say you're around like the old friends, college friends, high school friends, whatever. Yeah. You know, you got your homeboys in the room, you got your frenemies in the room. There's always those people who take shit too far and like sniping at you. Or they couldn't wait to see you fail. Let's say you got the the girl in the room that she might not be anything with you right now, but the one you always had a crush on, you always thought was cute, this and that. Now you got your homeboys looking at you. Everybody's talking about their big job, and they're like, so uh, you got 20 on pump six? (laughs) People do do shit like that. Yeah, they do. But you, you don't got real. Those ain't good friends and family nah, to be around. They, like, they that's, just be messing with you, bro. Sometimes well, they, the teasing is okay. That's Teas, tough skin, man. Teasing, teasing is fair game. But what he's saying is like, like again, like a friend of me. Even like that could be like, like dead family where they, they sniping at you because they have some type of unhit like unspoken about this game for that to you all the time bro now the talking the the talking (laughs) no the talking the talking shit's okay we talk that's our that's our friendship that's our that's our that's our kinship you feel me the talking shit is okay i'm talking about i feel like what reggie is saying is like you have maybe you hadn't experienced that but there's people in the family i seen the shit happen friend groups they they snipe at you, but they kind of feel like that. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's those two. That's, those two. That, those behind that's behind different. the joke, there's a little bit of reality joke, yeah. in that where they're trying to put you down for real because that's how they really feel. But they have to make it a joke so they don't look like a bad person. Oh yeah, nah. Because there's a lot friends. of that, and a lot of people have those in their family. No, a lot of people no, have that. those in their friend group. That, yeah, no, you right. No, that's that's all I was saying. What you were saying, I get what you were saying too. Because because with family, you should be able to talk your junk and tease with your with your family and and, and your closest of friends. You know what I'm saying? You're not even really friends with with me or like how we give it up if if we can't talk a little shit. But there's a little there's there's a a limit though. Because there's certain things Facts. I'm not gonna say to you, especially if we're around certain couples. Yeah. If if you're around, if I know like, oh, we homeboys, that's the girl he had a crush on since eighth grade. I'm not- exactly. <laughs> or like, let's say we, you know, we haven't seen each other since college. We all meeting up. Everybody got their new girl with them or whatever. I'm not bringing up some old dumb shit to get you in trouble with your new girl. No, yeah. I'm not doing certain things like that. But this is that time of year where you got to worry about that. No, this is right. that time of year where those friends we've all seen. What what was the movie? The Best Man. We've all seen mm-hmm. Terrence Howard's character in The Best Man. Mm-hmm. Like those those slimy, dirty yeah. niggas who love stirring up drama in the yeah. friend group. Yeah, yep. man, you can't be playing around like that. People be shooting for less. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I kill people for less. Well, I mean, well, well, I'm not gonna make that joke, but. I was going to say, we're in a generation where you really ain't got to worry about the outward. Them niggas going to aim inward. That, mm-hmm. You'll be their 13th reason right there at the dinner table. That shit is crazy. But yeah. This, this nigga she holding it. It's <laughs> 13 niggas at the dinner table. There's all 13 reasons why I'm sitting right here. But <laughs> That was good. That was a good one. That's all I'm going to say. That was a good one. <laughs> I feel, I don't know. I know that, like, there's so many different ways you could look at. And for those who wonder what that sound is, there's a fish tank in here. Water. Yeah, people going to wonder. They're like, bro, what the hell was that at the back of the episode, bro? It's, Live it's water, a group bro. of angry piranhas going crazy nah, they in that think, bitch. They think we in the men's room. <laughs> niggas just keep coming in here and pissing and leaving. These niggas recording <laughs> in the banyo? <laughs> hey, times is hard, bro. We're going to put up a GoFundMe. Hey. But... um. <laughs> We recording. In, that's why we keep making Wawa jokes. We're in the Wawa bathroom right now. 
<laughs> live and direct. Live and direct. So you're still. You're Them s- niggas been still, knocking at the door for 45 so minutes. So you're still, you're still scanning tobacco? <laughs> <laughs> like, we ain't going to leave until somebody come in and take a shit. That's when we bounce. I'm yeah. not sitting through that. Yeah, y'all got it. That's one of my pet peeves. Like, if I'm in the bathroom, and I know this is, like, the place where somebody's supposed to do that, but have you ever just, what's, what are times when you're unreasonable and mad? Like, I know I'm unreasonable, right? I'm I'm standing at the stall, and then there's some dude, like, four feet away from me going through it. He yeah. is blowing the bathroom up. I understand that we both belong here right now, but there's a you're the part person of me. that get tight, like you walk in the bathroom and ah, get the fuck up out of there. <laughs> I'm not gonna do anything to them or say anything to them, but part of me is like this nasty nigga, right? Like in my head, it's like I've definitely walked in the bathroom before and said, "What the fuck?" And close the door. I, I, I did it before. Yeah, he injured like that. I've done it before for sure. Hey, that's messed up. Man. Um, unreasonably mad. Shit, when I'm hungry, bro. Thank you. I've both been around me long enough. I think we need to have a most likely episode, but I feel like the only reason I've hesitated on those, because I've seen three different people DM us and ask us to play that game. What? I don't want to play that game because I feel like it's just going to turn into us looking at Sheen. (laughs) Yeah, they be jumping me every episode. I can't wait till I get reinforcements. In my head, I was like, yo, most... If we go on like a road trip and record, I feel like most likely to get in some shit or most likely to get duffed out or jumped would be Sheen. Oh yeah, that's crazy. That's that's not even a good stain to have on my. Dick. I don't start <laughs> shit with people. What do you mean? She's like, what the fuck, man? I don't. I don't start <laughs> shit with people. I I I, re, I retaliate. I, I just picture like I just picture leaning against like just waiting on waiting on niggas. I'm leaning against the thing. Chef come running out. He like, yo, she gets. <laughs> Yeah, I can see. Yo, okay. I'm, I'm walking if up. That, I'm like, yo, what yo, I'm happened? Telling, I'm telling How y'all both did this now. Happen? If I get jumped soon or in the future, y'all both owe me one. That's all because y'all don't. You didn't even let me I, finish. This nigga in this y'all, scenario, y'all owe me a friendly one for in this putting sc- that out there. It's, but here's the thing: in this scenario, it only happens because you did something. That's the thing: because you would be to somebody. To do something how to piss somebody off that how bad. How dare y'all call me a shit, a shit starter? I'm an asshole a little bit, but I ain't no shit starter. It's just you just don't be letting certain things go. It's it's it could be that, the but nigga, it's also get mad because a nigga turned in front of him without using a turn signal. I think, go, I think all right, y'all gotta enlighten me. I think Sheem is one of those people who is a shit starter but doesn't realize he's a shit starter. Who like, is this mystical person y'all fucking talk about? Nigga, you you just said you were the type of person who would go in the bathroom while somebody's taking a shit. I said and I make did that before. You did that before, but and let's say right after this nigga wiped his hands, he came out and wiped your shit. Like, <laughs> I don't like how you said that. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Like you don't realize, like you in your mind, you're like, oh, that was funny, and then this nigga come out on ten, and yeah. now we. <laughs> I, I've even walked in the bathroom, bro, and did this shit. Ah, oh, shit! <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's yeah. funny because he don't realize that is that that's shit how started. situations start. Uh, well, if you got mad because you was on the shit, and I walked in that motherfucker and I smelled your shit and I made a noise, get over it, nigga. You was shitting. <laughs> The fuck? I, like that nigga's gonna purposely not wash his hands and smack your shit, bro. I'll kill him. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. We gonna fight to the death for that bitch. Oh man. I just when we be on vacation, boy, she be getting mad at the craziest stuff. <laughs> she be getting mad for no reason, no reason at all. Like, Y'all know yo, I'm slightly irritable. I don't bro. mean no harm. We'd be like, come on, bro. The bird was just trying to get to Sometimes. the nest, nigga. Like, why are you tripping, nigga? Like, it's flying. Like, no, there'd be a bill. You see that shit flying in front of my face? When I trip out, there's <laughs> the always. <laughs> when, I, 
<laughs> when That's I trip crazy. out, it's a it's a buildup. But y'all not giving me valid facts of shit starting. But that is a valid part. Shit starting. Wait, 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 wait. You see, you see why? You, you see why now going forward, guys, y'all don't have to worry about going us going in a circle. The moment that we realize Ooh. that Sheem is on bullshit, I'm just gonna cut into the next thing. Actually, you we're gonna keep it moving. We just gave him two examples. Two. Two examples, and he agreed with the examples, and then said we gave him no examples. No, that's so not at this real. point we're going forward. That is real. Somebody, sh- it All happened. Right. Somebody done slapped the shit out of somebody for going in the bathroom and smelling. They see it and saying, "Oh shit!" No, so, but I would be surprised if people have fought for and, less. And the fact that y'all think that shit would happen to me is crazy. People have that, fought y'all, for less. Y'all definitely got me fucked up. Bro, we just read, you know, God bless the dead. We just read a story, what, two months ago, three months ago on the pod of somebody killing somebody over a bowling ball at a bowling alley. Like, Nah, for sure. I think we're forgetting. <laughs> I think we're forgetting how the real world is outside. Like, people have fought for way less. Now, you're right. Like, in, in like, basketball, mm. sports, shit like that, I get it. Like, something like that. Something no, I'm not talking about somebody playing against each other. Yeah. I was, I, uh, you know, yet again, God yeah. bless the dead. Yeah. Uh, Young Thug's baby mother. Oh, that yeah. Whole that's situation, a, that was fucked up. Dude God. killed that a woman. This guy killed a woman because she was using the bowling mm-hmm. ball he wanted. And she would not give it up until after her game was done. This hmm. man went outside, waited in the parking lot, and murdered somebody over that. That's you, you're right. That's why I don't do the road. I try not to do the road rage shit no more because I watch that unhinged shit. That's what he, he just he just told on himself, the road rage. That's starting shit. But nah, nah, I don't care what nobody say. We'll be sitting here. She may get mad because somebody bumper to bumper. But bro, bro. We in traffic. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> niggas just trying to get to where they got to go. Everybody tight. This nigga, she might, man, just nigga, motherfucker, getting close to me. God damn, I swear to God. <laughs> what the fuck, man? That's what the fuck? It be trip, bro. That's okay. Yo, that's not exaggeration. <laughs> oh, man. That's not exaggeration. What are some things that... <laughs> what are some things that you would hide if... Let's say hypothetically you had high school reunion, college reunion, whatever type of reunion. You got to go back and see a whole bunch of people that haven't seen you in a long time. What are some things that you would not say or would not share? So me first? Yeah. Um, maybe who you had a baby with. Uh, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, if my girl is ugly, I'm not bringing her. Who you dated in the room after high school? Yeah. Um, now, of course, I wouldn't purposefully date someone ugly, but I'm just saying if somebody is in that situation and you got a spouse that ain't really a looker, don't bring them. Don't set themselves. Don't set those people up for those types of situations. <laughs> That's just unfair. They like, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that episode of Martin when he had the the. Uh, high school reunion and Gina took all of those she went to the dentist and her face got swollen up and yeah, her head yeah and yeah she, yeah was, I love that yo one. Yeah. that was so funny I love that, that was crazy like situations like that leave your spouse alone bro don't don't put them in that situation man what's something that, that you would advise that somebody withhold um from like going to going back to like a, a school reunion. Yeah, high school reunion, college reunion, old friends getting back together. This is people you haven't seen in years. You know, everybody's like, "Hey, how y'all doing? How y'all been? What's going on?" Well, might not want to indulge 
and divulge in saying that you're recovering from crack. <laughs> I hey, think yo. you should keep that to yourself. I, I don't think you should share that anywhere. I don't well, <laughs> Wait, that's, what? well, that's the perfect place. Hey, again, we were talking about people going through phases. Maybe not crack. Crack's extreme, okay? But maybe just saying that you're a recovering addict of a drug or some shit like that. Like, that ain't... You can't just spring that upon those that type of situation because you're going to get... You might get judged harshly. So, I think maybe that one. Probably that one. No, nah, I can see that. I can see that. Now, I had to ask that question because... Uh, <laughs> So there was a situation a few years ago, me and a few friends of mine who hadn't seen each other since, like, growing up in the neighborhood. Everybody went back uh, for, like, this little kickback. And there was one dude in particular who he did the absolute most, and you could tell he, was, he had, like, a point to prove, right? But he showed up in a Lambo. Damn, at the high school reunion? And this wasn't like an official reunion either. It's not like a ton of people getting together. It's like 20, 20 20-something people. And everybody's just kicking it. He pulls up in a Lambo. He has a girl with him. Um, Everybody else is wearing like T-shirt, jeans, like, you know, kickback, kickback clothes. Yeah. This nigga came in looking like he was on his way to the opera with a chick, right? He was like, oh, yeah, you know, y'all caught us on a date night caught y'all nigga the invites were sent out four months ago yeah you know we were just coming back from such and such you know da 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 like just straight flex the entire time damn he must have been one of those kids who got picked on or something my homie who's a DJ I'm not gonna name him cause if I if I if I say even two names that are in this room <laughs> too many niggas will know what I'm talking about yeah my homeboy leans leans up and he's like, "Yo, I know that girl he's with." I'm like, "What you mean?" He was like, "Bro, I know that girl." Uh uh. He kept saying it to me. He's like, "I'm telling you, I know her from somewhere." Middle of the night, everybody you know got their plates. People playing a game, this and that, da 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 da. Out of nowhere, this nigga was like, "Yo, from Cleo's." <laughs> All I heard was, "Yo, from Cleo's." Not yo from Cleo. And then I see the girl put her head down oh. and, like, kind of, like, move, like, cover her. And I look at him, and I'm like, oh, nah. He brought the stripper up there. I was like, this nigga brought an escort to mm. a kickback? Mm. He's flexing, flexing. Oh, shit, they selling snatch out of that motherfucker, too? I mean, I'm I don't teasing. think. I don't, yeah, I was about to say. I'll I don't talk think this the, shit, Yo, this this nigga is I'll talk this shit, the bro. feds, but <laughs> I'm not gonna say that that business is participating I'm, in I'm, an activity. Hopefully not. But yeah, man, that's crazy. That shit is nuts. And by the way, ladies, if you are listening, if a, if a motherfucker is paying for you guys to go on a date, you are a prostitute. I hate I hate to be the one to break it break it to you. That is not your friend. Yeah. That is not just some random mutual exchange. That is prostitution. Yeah, if you got an hourly <laughs> rate, show it. Yeah, that. that or, or classic weekend. <laughs> or, or classic, or classic weekend. weekend. <laughs> they going to be outside, You got to do it for the classic. <laughs> Get your money, show Hey, we're going to go on a quick break, man, on that note. When we come back, we got a listener letter. Stay tuned. Keep it locked. Go. 
go ahead, sit back and let it play. Just sit back and let it play, yeah. yeah. You know, drive is underway, yeah. Curbside front, yeah. Read between the lines, got pennies for your thoughts, pay millions for your mind, yeah. That's what you like, baby. Pass and recline. Girl, you got the light, diamonds dancing tonight. And it's feeling like we on a vibe. Trying to turn the day into a lucky night. You know I love it when we kissing right. It's automatic like a 45. With the dash on coach, you know anything goes. The stress won't Right back in, got Kevin Ross, sweet release. Yeah, let's get it. Man, we had to go ahead and set the tone back right. Let's go ahead and take a look at this listener letter now. So, um, guys, let's go ahead and create a name for this listener because they definitely gave us their government. I don't know why y'all keep doing that. Call them Teflon. All right, Teflon, Teflon. It's a stupid-ass name. Right. We'll do it. <laughs> right. Shit. What the hell was that, you thinking, boy? Sometimes I just got to ask you sometimes, like, <laughs> what, 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 like. Well, nobody will ever guess who the fuck Teflon is. That's the point. That's a, man, that's crazy. Teflon could be from the streets. It could song. be from the burps. Yo, yo. I could guarantee. They could be a doctor. I guarantee you ain't no Teflon from the burps. Bro. Shout <laughs> out to the Teflon, Don. Sick. All right, so Teflon hat. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, can't do it. So, chef, can you please? Oh, uh, uh, y'all, uh, y'all uh, cheesy dog. God damn, it ain't that bad. It ain't that bad. Uh, Sarah. All right, bet. Well, no, it's a dude. It's a dude. It's a dude. Oh my dude. bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Call that nigga Chuck. Okay, there we go. All there right, there we go. An actual name that exists. Teflon is better than Chuck, but that's okay. <laughs> you name your son Teflon. <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> 
He and will I'm, be the Teflon. You guy. you name your son Teflon, and I'll beat him with a chuck. How about that? We'll do. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure that I get one converse, not even a pair, just one. Sound like a goddamn. And be idiot. like, your dad did this to you. Uh, <laughs> that nigga, she must have read that off one of them energy drinks he's looking for today. Yeah, that's the next drink he's gonna bring in next episode. <laughs> Teflon. Teflon. See, energy I'm petty drink. now. I'm gonna purposely find get, some shit that on got. On the back is gonna say Teflon, and I ain't gonna drink bullet. it though. You can take a bullet. You, you definitely would drink it. Um, so Chuck is living out in Cincinnati, man, and he said that. Cincinnati. Yeah, it's, uh, shout out to Nasty Natty. Now he's having a situation where he has a 15-year-old daughter that does not get along with his girlfriend. Now, Chuck is a single father. He has joint custody with his baby mother of his 15-year-old daughter. Shout out to the father. Yeah, shout out, so, shout out to him, especially still being in her life and so doing what he's can. supposed to do. Now, <clears throat> he has shared custody, which means the daughter goes back and forth between the, the father and mother. So Chuck has her for half the time. Chuck's girlfriend is a serious girlfriend, clearly, because it seems that she lives with him. She's always around him, things of that nature. Now, when they're together, the daughter asks for the father for the girlfriend to not be around during visitation at one point she left it as an ultimatum saying that she does not want to be around the father if the girlfriend is there now the girlfriend ain't happy about this and she asked him to do something about it so he went to the baby mother he sat down with her and explained how the daughter feels and where his girlfriend's mind is at Baby mother doesn't care about the situation. She knows that he's been with this new girlfriend for long enough where it seems that it's a serious situation. So she doesn't have an issue with the woman being around, but she's like, my daughter does. So that's who you really need to fix this with. Okay. There goes that one option. So he asked us, what would we do in this particular situation? How does he handle it? Hmm. I would like to ask the father. Right. We got to we got to defer to chef first. Why you got to hit me with that? Because you the pop father, nigga. I mean, you you hey, man, you got to wait. Weakest pull All out right. in the room. Just like a new <laughs> I mean, pop father to be true right now. No, you you did. popped and you no, a father, you nigga. Did. I'm just saying. No, you did. Hey. Right, 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 the right, proof right. is in the stats, baby. Hey, you hey, the daddy. Hey. <laughs> when I shoot it's on purpose. <laughs> All right, what were we talking about? Okay, so I mean, it's just like it's just like I look at it like this. Like, you know, when you have a little cousin, little sister, anything new, basically a, a toddler. And you know how that toddler really ain't fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want to, they scared of you. That's how they act. And you try to do everything to try to convince that child with candy, love, you want to go here, toys, things like that. I mean, it's the same concept. You got to, like, you, you got to try to win that child over. And maybe she just not winning that child over. And... Honestly, if she really want to be with that dude, I mean, she got to keep trying. I mean, everybody ain't going to like you, you know what I mean? And that's just what it is. But you're you going to have to prove that you're around the stage. And after a while, I mean. Got you. So the girlfriend, I mean, excuse me. So his daughter don't like his girlfriend, right? Yeah. Right. Just to make sure I'm following y'all. Yeah, yeah. Um, What should he do? No, he's asking. What would, I, what would we do in what, this situation? Yeah, what would right? we do in this situation? You just gonna you gotta, like I said, you gotta tell your girlfriend, what? hey man, you gotta you gotta win her over. You like, got, you gotta yeah, figure it out. I mean, yeah, pretty much, essentially, yeah. I would do my best to 
try to get those gestures, but also I would do my best to chime in because I, if if my daughter, for lack of a better word, if my daughter's just being a bitch because she don't. Hey yo, fifteen. Nah, I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> anywho, and, anywho, if my if I know my daughter, if I'm literally observing my adolescent daughter and she's being a bitch, a snooty little bitch to my to my girlfriend because she got a little attitude and stuff like that. You do got to kind of step in, you feel me, and, and kind of let them know what it is. Hey, this is this is who I'm dating. This is who I'm seeing. So you're gonna treat them with the utmost respect. If if that ain't you, you ain't gotta be buddy buddy, but you're gonna treat this person with respect. And then you kind of gotta do things. You kind of gotta try to get your daughter to go on, not exactly a date with y'all, but you feel me, outings and stuff like that. He has he tried this by the way. Has he divulged? I mean, in that? it sounds like that's the problem. Like sounds, he's tried all this stuff. It sounds like because. From what we know, yeah. the girl's been around a long time. She's okay. been around long enough where they live together now. At this point, this is not the girl saying, I don't know her. This is the daughter saying, I don't want to be around her. her. I don't her, like her. her. her, her yeah. Uh, her, so that. Yeah, it's it's odd because 15 kind of is adolescent. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm not no, you know, I know adolescent, they go through them hormone changes and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I could see where, again, she's probably acting a certain type of way because she's going through her own shit anyway. But at the same time, you again, you're going to treat who I'm dating with, with respect. And if a, after a certain point, if you can't treat this person with respect, obviously you got to stay here, but now, let me I hit get you with strict, these two things. I get to be a little bit more strict with you if you're going to act like this with my significant other. I, mean, who's I feel like house. you're making two assumptions off of it. I two assumptions be. that we don't have information I, for. I, I, One, I know I don't. You got to get to the root like, why. Like, that's to me the first. You exactly. Get, like, why, why don't you like her? Because here's the thing. Yeah. What it what if she's not she hasn't been rude at all to this to this lady? That's the thing cuz he didn't mention that. Yeah, I don't know that. I'm just saying if if But if I, she I'm asking you. Yeah. If she hasn't been rude, then now what are we talking about? If she hasn't been rude Cuz what she's saying it's not like a kid doesn't have the right to say that. Like if I come to my parent want, yeah. and I'm like I do not like this person and I don't want to be around this person. That doesn't mean I'm rolling my eyes. That doesn't mean you. I'm sucking my teeth. That doesn't you. mean any of that. It just be a vibe. That hey. just means I do not want to be well, around that person. Well, then I would have that transparent conversation. All right, well, you got to let me know exactly why you don't mess with this person. Like, be real with me. Like, if I if I ever were a dad, I would definitely what be like... What if it's like, one of them situations where it's like, oh, now I know her and why I don't like her? She work at Cleo's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Well, damn. Now you got to ask why your 15-year-old knows who work at Cleo's. Damn. If my 15-year-old knows she work at Cleo's, that means you outside. Bitch, you got to get in the crib, too. You want punishment. Thanks for that information. That bitch got to go, and you want punishment. Now they, thank you. Now they definitely going to be friends because they both on punishment together. Yeah. Facts. They going to be texting right, right, each other like, fuck this nigga. But true, uh, truthfully speaking in that, like I said, if she's not being rude, not bad in the eye or nothing like that, then you got to get down to the root of that. And 15... You definitely old enough to be keep it a bean, you know what I'm saying? Where you don't gotta coddle them and stuff like that. Yo, why the fuck don't you like this person? Like why what, what, reason. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like, why do you not like this person? Let get let me know what it is. Don't hold nothing back, don't pull no punches. Cause outside of that, this is what it's gonna be moving forward. But you gotta give daddy a better understanding. So if I if it's something I need to look into, I would because you're my daughter. That's, I have two questions. I would, I would say maybe that she don't like. Maybe she don't like the attention that that she he gives her. That's always I possible. Ask, I would but we that. never know. We yeah. don't know. Yeah, and I would but even I, ask that. I would have two questions. Why don't you like her? And the second question, because like is one thing. 
why do you not want her around? Because there's a specific thing. Like when I hear that request of, I don't want her here, right? That says something different to me also. Where it could it could be now now we you know, we're spitballing here. Yeah. It could even be what if she just don't it's not that she don't like the girl. What if she feels like when she is around and it is the time where she's supposed to get with her father, she's not getting time with her father. She's yeah, just she's just there. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people. That's possible. There's a lot of people. And my mom used to say this all the time. A lot of people have kids, but not that many people raise kids. For sure. And if especially if it's a polar opposite situation where, let's say, when she's with her mom, her mom is actually like really with her. Like, oh, they're watching movies together. They're doing activities together. They're going to different places. They're talking to each other. Or even if they're in silence, the uh, the intention is quality time with the child. Whereas a lot of men, and that's, that's the, the tricky part about men who are in those situations where they're dating and trying to parent at the same time, a lot of men parent their spouse. Real shit. A lot of men don't realize that they parent their spouse. Like, while you are, you know, okay, my girlfriend is here, but I'm taking care of my daughter. She's in the backseat or whatever. We go out to get something to eat. You know, the little moments of y'all can have little conversations. You can ask about her day, you're this or that. You're, hey, baby, how was your day? Talking to your girlfriend. You know, have you ate today? Have you this? Have you that? Those might be the same questions that you're going to ask your daughter, but your daughter's like, well, goddamn, this is a grown motherfucker. I'm here right now. Right. Yeah, and that, and you still, I would ask those questions. I mean, um, this is how I look at it. I feel like the only result to this is like, if this is your girlfriend and you love her, she stay with you, you know, you're not just going to kick her out or whatever for your daughter at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, too, you're not just going to let your daughter be like, all right, well, I'm not going to be around you anymore. My, my only advice would be you got to just, whatever decision your daughter decides to make or choose, you got to just keep still showing her you love her. Whether it's you trying for a year, six months, two years, three years, you got to just keep showing her that love and how important she is. And eventually one day maybe she get it and then maybe maybe she won't. But that's just that's a part of life. You just got to live with that decision. But I think to like turn into one of those people where it's like, oh, well, she don't call me, so I ain't calling her type shit. That's that's, yeah. that's that's the route you don't want to take. Shout out to you, my pops. You feel what I'm saying? So <laughs> for real. But that's just the route you don't want to take. You know what I mean? Just same way your girlfriend gotta win the love over, you still gotta do the same thing with your daughter too, even if she do decide, you know what, I don't wanna be around. So exactly. that's how I feel. And there's there's self inventory that's done in that. Like you need to look at yourself and honestly judge what is the quality of the time that I'm giving my daughter? Facts. Is there a difference in the quality of the time when this woman is around versus when she's not around? Like, what are the differences? Also, if your spouse is fucking whack and your daughter sees it and everybody sees it, there's a chance that that child does not have that same dumb nigga gene that you got and is not as as whipped. Because there's something that I realize about people who have whack-ass spouses, right? They'll act so surprised when everybody hates your spouse but you. <laughs> and it's a thing where, because there's a lot of relationships that are held together by money and fucking, right? They're held together by money and fucking. What are you providing? What are you providing to the person and what are they providing to you? And in those specific situations, especially men, I see this all the time. Men will date a woman who's selfish. 
Men will date a woman who's a fucking narcissist. She's bipolar. She is nuts. She is somebody who will snap, who will do all types of crazy, wild stuff to you. But because you're a self-deprecating individual, you don't have no standards for how you live. You think that this shit is normal. Now your child, right? Mm. Your child who looks up to you, who loves you, who thinks you're their first superhero. Yep. The first person that you think can solve anything, can do anything, are your parents. Man, that nigga Reggie made me change kind of my perspective on it. If my, my, my child don't like you, it's curtains. Yeah. When you really think about it, when you really think about it, it's like there's a lot of reasons, especially your child is not going to hold back the way that you would as an adult because there's a lot of things when it comes to tact tact is learned through time and tact is learned through through uh, uh experience and maturity there's a, a lot of children lack that maturity that's why little kids will be like oh that's aunt such and such mom says she steals mm-hmm. real shit that kid ain't lying. That kid is literally saying, mom said such and such. You get mad at the kid, you pop him in their arm. They be like, what? You said it yesterday? Right. Like, mm-hmm. that is that is your child. So sometimes when your child sees that in your spouse and they're calling those things out or they're seeing those things, it could be one of those situations where your child is trying to give you a much-needed wake-up call. And that's why I'll go back because exactly what I was saying. I would ask exactly what makes you feel like that. If it's something I need to check, please tell me. If I if I ever have a kid, I would have to have that relationship with them because if that's some shit that a lot of times you didn't see growing up if you didn't have that type of a parent relationship. You know, parents and parenting has evolved. I know I would do it for sure. So there's four things in total. Let's, like, recap everything that we've said so far. The first thing that we said was asking what the reason is. Yeah. The second thing that we talked about is looking and doing that personal inventory as Mm -hmm. far as like looking at the quality of time and looking at what you've done to contribute to this. The third thing that, and I think this is just as important. I feel like creating an environment where you actually fucking listen to what you get. Mm -hmm. Because all of this won't work if it goes in one ear and out the other, or if you're not willing to actually do something about whatever information that you're getting. That's sure. the third, and to me, that's 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 important. That's be, super important. Be willing to receive whatever you get. Don't you can't shout the homie. You can't get into dad mode of, or try not to at least get into dad mode of. I'm the child. Uh, I mean, I'm the parent. You the child. If they're giving you something that may be trying to give you like perspective, like to look at something different. If they just giving you bullshit, obviously. But I'm saying if they giving you something that we, it has some substance in it. Take, don't take that for granted. My my only question is, I wonder if it's a situation where it was like she didn't have a problem with her and then all of a sudden she didn't like her or maybe she just didn't like like her off the jump. And in one of those situations, I feel like maybe if, if, you, if, if, if his daughter didn't like her from the jump, then he already moved too fast. If he living with her, staying with her and things like that, that means he should have kind of gave it time for, you know, his daughter to either warm up to it or – just to see the connection or the chemistry before he like fully invested into it. I feel what or you're if it's the situation where it's like, okay, maybe there wasn't no problem and then maybe she did something that the girl ain't like and now she hates her. So that those would be the two kind of main questions you, you would need to know to kinda how to react Definitely to make sure that, you know, there was no bad run in with where your daughter, you know, something she did wrong towards your daughter. You definitely if you haven't checked that box, please do. And the fourth and final thing. 
the the very final thing that we want to take off. And I think this is just as important as everything else. Have a conversation where eliminate the girl, eliminate all outside factors and just talk to your daughter about what exactly she wants. Like what do you what would you want going forward? Yeah. What would make everything ideal for you? And really listen. Because I think even if there's a situation where, because not everybody's good at explaining themselves, and especially when you're younger, a lot of people have problems talking about how they feel or really articulating themselves in a way where you can really get to the root of it. They may think or they may feel like they're getting it out, but there's a lot of things that you could pick up from these types of questions that even if they were to just kind of talk to you, they might not be able to just get those things off and you might yeah. be able to get more information. Asking her, okay, if you had to describe, like, what exactly do you want from me as a dad, specifically going forward? How would you like those that visitation to go? How would you like, like, what are you looking for? What are the things that are going to make you feel like you are getting the most out of spending this time with me as a parent? Facts. Yeah, Facts. be willing to compromise as long as it ain't nothing you know, disrespectful or too outlandish. If your daughter, like, you know, her request isn't, you know, again, outlandish or disrespectful, be open-minded to it. You don't have to, you know, be like, yeah, right away, but hey, you be gotta open. Make, gotta make baby girl happy. Be, be, be open to it, because ultimately these are, you know, prime, you know, prime years with her, because she uh, going through her adolescent stage, you know, becoming a woman and shit. Nah, that's some time. Yeah. Give some time. That's definitely real, man. Thank you for reaching out. Uh, that was a listener letter. Anybody who wants to hit us with listener letters, man, you can go ahead and DM us. Uh, that's at Reggie Days Radio on Instagram, or you can reach out to us at the Gmail, Reggie Days Radio at gmail.com. Tap in. Yeah, yeah. Going uh, right back, right back. Let's get it. You know what? I'm I'm going to go ahead and speed things up a little bit. Let's go ahead and get back in that Florida classic mood, man. Yeah. Let's go. Yo, hey, I'm drinking Remy out of white cup. White cup. I'm so sad when the night's up. I'm really another, never a fighter. I know I got a girl, but I like her. Perfume Chanel. With a French dip nail. She really wanna slide with a nigga, but she worried about a rap because her friends would tell. Girl, I ain't finished best. Never been one of those to be all up in your chest. Right. If I hit you with the number, you should hit me on the test. See my first name, Jude. Short, call me the best. Hey. You gon' love me, baby. What's up? Hey. You gon' love me, baby. Hey. You gon' love me, baby. Hey. Smiling hey. at a nigga hey. like, you so crazy. Hey. You were fine with class. Hey. And I felt so bad. Wish I could make this laugh. Girl, I love to see you smile. So I'm living so in your life. like this. I ain't no feel like this. Uh. I ain't no feel like this. I feel like this. I Baby, 
Juvenator that. Juvenator spit. Juvenator rap. Juvenator vibe. Juvenator crack. Juvenator feel you. Juvenator fat. Feel like this. I ain't feel like this. I ain't feel like this. Feel like this. I ain't feel like this. I ain't feel like this. Back in off the break. Coming back in off the break, man. Thank you all for listening. Florida Classic comes around, man. You gotta. Make it funky for me. Make it funky for me. Oh, okay. This one Make it funky for me. Make it funky for me. You gotta make sure that the tempo is always right. Now, the conversation I wanted to have, you know, everybody's been kind of going crazy on 21 Savage recently because of uh, a lot of different things, but mainly his comments about Nas. Now, let's I found it kind of funny because I look at things a little differently, but the, the, the conversation he was having was about relevance and they were name they were naming different things, different people, different situations as far as chart positions, awards, things of that nature. And on Clubhouse, 21 Savage was making his opinions clear about 
how he feels about him and Drake's project, as well as just the current state of hip hop and who's running what. And the statement he made was that Nas isn't relevant. A lot of people got angry. There were a lot of people making a lot of jokes, a lot of comments. You know, uh, Nas's brother Jungle jumped into the situation. Yeah, people outside about Nas though. I've been seeing it. No, of course, sure. of course. And I mean, as somebody who deserves the, that respect, as somebody who is as beloved in hip hop as Nas is, it's it's interesting when you see a situation like this because everybody's going to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. And no matter how you try to curtail it, if you're putting Nas in a light that's not positive, there's going to be a lot of people on your ass. So when we have this conversation, right, the reason why I thought it was interesting is because I wouldn't even know how to answer that. Because what does relevant mean today? Right. Like, what is relevant? To me, relevance um subjective anyway to people relevant supposed to mean like i don't know i guess currently um well somebody pull up the definition like i Let's think check how many we, i think we need the definition he has. We're, we're not about to nig this no we, we somebody pull, somebody we, please we pull shouldn't. up the ask, definition ask jeeves or someone one of them niggas webster nigga jeeves i remember ask jeeves that was google first bro um, jeeves knew the definition of relevant Definition of relevant. Let's see where we at. Nigga Closely wish. connected or appropriate to what is being done or considered. Okay, so closely connected or appropriate to what is being done or considered. So if, I guess it depends on the conversation you're having. So if we're having a conversation about hip-hop, to be relevant to hip-hop, you have to be what? Closely connected or what was the rest of it? Uh, appropriate. Appropriate to what is being discussed. There's never a point that we can talk about hip hop where Nas is not closely connected or appropriate to be brought up. Exactly. So at that point, sure. he would always be relevant, right? Case. But I think when it comes to popular culture, there's a different definition of relevant. Because if we're talking about relevant yeah. in conversation, technically, KRS One is always going to be relevant. DJ Cool Herc is always going to be relevant. But you know, we, you and I both know that that's not the type of relevance that we're talking about, right? Yeah, that's why I said it's subjective because now people got their own definition. I mean, by Webster, that's what it is. Well, so. that's the word, but that's well, not what well, well, we talk uh, about co- cultural relevance. Yeah, that's that, one thing. That's what I was. But relevance to mainstream mm-hmm. media and pop culture means something different. Like a good example, mm-hmm. you know, who's somebody who's great but not relevant today? You know, we could say Keith Sweat. Keith yeah. Sweat is great, but what was the last thing that he released? What was the last thing that he was active with? Or if we're talking about basketball, you know, somebody like uh, Shaq was great. Shaq was great. Well, actually, he's, he's still, still active. He, he's still active. He's, so he, he's a he, commentator. He won't. So he technically, be, uh, his relevance is still there. He wouldn't be a good example. I would. I would put it in, in that way too. Like if it was put in that way. I mean, Nas is, man, he just dropped something. Oh, boom, I got one, Gary Payton, like a Gary Payton or something like that. Yeah, like like Gary Payton. It's not like Nas haven't released or dropped anything in the last And that's another thing. If if we look at today's definition of relevance, which is, you know, Yet again, in are the you world. outside? Do people see you? Is people fucking with you? Is people posting you? Is people, are you releasing are you, things? Are I, you doing things? Are right. you on tour? Are, are, are you, you influencing? You know, the, yeah. the, the 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 masses in this in this culture. That's a part of what relevance is to this discussion that we having. So that's why I just I feel like you know he misspoke or 
Because at the end of the day, even if we change the even even if we change from the first definition to what we're talking about, which is the colloquial definition of relevant in this particular situation, is are you mainstream? Is are you moving the needle? Are you somebody who's doing things right now? He won a Grammy two years ago. I was just about to say he just he's been releasing albums back to back for the past few years, and they're not like niche albums or niche projects. King Disease Three right now is is on pace to sell 38k in the first week now to some people they might look at that and be like well if drake did 500k and you did 38k that's a bad look but if we look at what album sales are of today who's the most relevant woman in hip-hop right now and when i say relevant as in most clicks going left and right if we had to name top three right who are they going to be it's going to be cardi Cardi b B. it's going to be nikki and it's going to be meg the stallion those are going to be the three that gets the most clicks, the most conversations, the most whatever. Out of those three, Cardi dropped years ago, so we can't really speak about any recent projects. Nicki dropped years ago, we can't speak about a recent project. But, you know, the last Meg release did 40K. So, if we're looking at the number one as far as when it comes to women. <clears throat> and, and correct. And she's still. If you're doing 2K away. From like the number one release in female hip hop, I don't think that makes you irrelevant at all. If you're doing 10k more than other people who are seen as culturally relevant today, well, then I'm, I mean, 21 Savage in, in a in a different case. I mean, you can say 21 Savage is irrelevant because he don't got a Grammy. I mean, can't call him irrelevant I mean, for, this con- for this conversation. With Grammy, people with Grammys might say that. I mean, Pac never had a Grammy. For, for, yeah, I was going to say, for the, this. The Grammys have never really been for the culture. Right. For the and, most part. I'm like, saying there's pe- people with Grammys probably would think that way. Like, okay, he's, they're not. if you ain't got a Grammy, you're you not. Relevant. Yeah, but, that, I, but I'm saying even people with Grammys, you can never have that conversation in hip-hop because most of our greats will never have Grammys and have really. never and, had Grammys. And you know why it's subjective? Because... Just like we talking about all this, I feel, I feel like Macklemore got a Grammy over Kendrick. Like the, right. those, like we can't, but we I'm can't saying, play I'm, them. I'm games. just saying we can, but I'm just saying somebody, people with Grammy could could think that way. When it would you, have to be somebody outside of hip hop. You'd have to be yeah. a really dumb nigga to, like to to do that. It, like to be in hip hop and make that comment. That's a crazy comment that to make. With Grammys are only irrelevant. Yeah, that, that's a crazy yeah. comment to make. Yeah, because you're eliminating all probably your own favorite people. Yeah, for sure. Right, for sure. Or I was just going to say, like, maybe, like, the big dogs, I could see maybe co- kind of what Chef may be thinking of. Like, like there's some big dogs in hip-hop, you know, Nas being one of them, Hove or other people who you don't even really hear from them much like that. But they might would think 21 is irrelevant to them because of the, what they're doing. Well, they, that's what they, I mean. That's, that would be my that, comeback. No, like, no that's what I'm saying. Nine, I, like, I, you don't even got a Grammy. No, like. I'm saying I, <laughs> I know that's what you was probably thinking, but, but I'm they, saying it's still not. Yeah, they wouldn't do that. It's they not, wouldn't say that. It, I know they wouldn't, but I'm saying that's probably how he's thinking. Yeah, that's how I was thinking. Like, yeah. dude, you don't even got a Grammy. How can you call me irrelevant when I got a Grammy and you don't? Yeah, I, I, I can see that, but in hip-hop, that just don't work. Yeah. That just but, don't work. Like, cause I, I, I know what you mean because you're thinking like, kind of like in basketball, right? If we're talking about better players, this and that, and people are like, well, you don't even have your first ring yet. Yeah. Like, how are you going to even look at me? That That's kind of different than in hip-hop because the Grammys are just so weird and always been seen as so, like, messed up of an institution. Yeah. It doesn't hold the same the weight, weight as Grammys a don't ring. hold weight. It right. doesn't hold the same weight as, like, a ring in in sports. Right. right. 
I feel like if as long as you've been platinum or gold, probably you have some type of relevance in in hip hop, right? Yeah. I mean, like you and you still probably are relevant if you still got you know some. some I feel gold. like when you're a household name, you're relevant. Bingo. If you're if you're a household name today, like I can guarantee you, if Hov dropped an album within the last two years, he would use Twenty One Savage's name in a bar. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're a household name. You're one of those things that people, people who don't even really pay attention that much, they know exactly who you are. Right. They might not even know your name, but they know your face. Yeah. So that's that's different. But I think relevance, the definition of relevance is changing in hip hop, and, but that's a good thing to me. Because one thing that I noticed, <laughs> right, hip hop as a culture never gave the proper recognition and the proper reverence to our older folks. Like, the way that... um, It doesn't make sense that I can go to Walmart today, or I can go to a a middle school today, right, and there's some kid with a damn ACDC shirt on, right? But I don't see not one motherfucker with a Run DMC, nothing. Or uh, this... Like, there's a certain reverence that rock and roll acts get when they get older, whether it be the Grateful Dead, you know, Aerosmith, Slash, these different kids, Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a certain grace and reverence that they're allotted and that they're they're given by their constituents that I don't believe hip hop has ever given older hip hop artists before. And I think we're getting we're getting to that now. We're getting to that now. I mean think about it. Hip hop just turned what? 30-something? Yeah, I, I could see where, where you're saying maybe as far as, like, you know, Rakim, Eric B., Dougie, Fresh. We're not seeing people. I, I feel what you're saying. People our age and and, and Not even and our age. Or, or older. I was going to say even the older. You wouldn't typically see them with it unless they're at, like, a concert. Exactly. Or you see a super-duper fan. It wouldn't be common. But I feel like our age group, our age demographic, we kind of hold it down for those people. Like, you know, you see the... Lee is the biggies. Biggie shirt's been out for a long time. Tupac's and like you see a lot of. It's not uncommon to see people. Everybody that you're naming is from like, the '90s. Everybody I, I'm naming is from the '70s. Bingo. But I just, I, I, I <laughs> no. But you missed what I just said first. I'm saying I see what you're saying, so yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I said people no. don't. You're not seeing people in Eric B. shirts and. But what what I'm also saying is that the people that you're naming, right? You yeah. said our generation and the people that you're naming yeah. were '90s cultural icons, so we were alive to see them. I so gotcha. that means nothing. Bingo. I get it. I know what you're saying, but I'm saying that we weren't, and we, when what you're saying is the people our age, we weren't, we're not rep, repping Run DMC. We're not repping, but that's what I was saying. Or in even the first, younger or not. Or, or younger. Bingo. Right. That's all I was saying. We on the same page. That's all I was really saying. Like, like basically, can you, like, when he meant, like, he went to the younger generation, and you see them rocking, like, these Pink Floyd shirts and everything. Not like, even, they were like, like, it's like it's a trend. Not even, exactly. a, not even a fact that it's like, oh, I went to go see Pink Floyd or I listened to Pink Floyd. You exactly, because I mean? there's a They're difference between somebody who was born in 91. Like, I'm born I'm born in 91. I Me rocking a Biggie shirt or me rocking a shirt with Pac or this and that is different from, like, some kid that was born in 2010. Okay, I got a good rocking example. Rocking a, a bigger pox shirt. That's different. You know what I'm saying? That that's like that's a different statement. Like there are people who there are people rocking a Def Leppard or a, a Beatles or a this like it makes no sense to me that there's people born in 2010 rocking a Beatles shirt. That's right. fucking crazy. When you look at as far as hip hop, we don't even get to go 30 years back and watch like our youngins really take to that and and give 
the honor, the reverence, the respect, and that, like, that fandom, that true love and fandom where there's people who rock those shirts who probably can't even name a song, right? But at the end of the day, those, that's the word I was looking for, those people have grown past artists, past icon, to an institution. When you're an institution, your name is so powerful that it's not questioned anymore. We're not we're not ranking it against nothing. We're not it's just purely love. That's just right. what it is. We know it exists. We know that this means something. We know that this has a cultural cachet and this is always going to be worth something to our culture, whatever our culture may be. Right. I think that that's something that was granted to so many different groups and so many different things. But I don't think it's granted in hip hop like that. I don't disagree with that. It, That's where the appropriateness comes in. They they support our culture a little bit more than us. If you even notice, like you know, the concerts. The, if you look at the front row of concerts and stuff like that, not everywhere, but you know, what I'm saying you'll see the majority of the people that's in the front be the the white kids with the merch and everything like that. They just kind of support. Uh, we hold our culture down, so I'm not about to minimize us, but they kind of go a little harder in a in that aspect of what we're talking about to me. And that's why you see that. That's why you see the kids that are born, like you said, 2010, rocking Beatles and Nirvana and shit like that. That We don't seem to ha- do that as much like how they do. This is going to be my example. When I sit here and I see these youngins rocking these dirty-ass Air Force Ones, the first thing I think of is, Man, what's that? Nah, <laughs> you don't understand. Like when the song "Get the Stumpin' in My Air Force Ones" came out, and how it made Air Force One so popular, and made it a trend to wear, and now kids are just wearing it. But they don't—they're wearing it just because it's like it's their trend. But they don't understand where it stemmed from. It's crazy, man. You know I, I get that feeling, and for me, it's not even like how Nelly did it. For me, there's a feeling that you get, right? When this instrumental plays, I don't even got to say a word, dog. You couldn't walk a mile off in my Air Force. Hey. I went from old school Chevy hey. to drop top Porsche. Yeah. You couldn't walk a mile off in my Air Force. Hey. And you ain't seen what I seen. I can get a Being outside when this came out and just hearing. from old school Chevy to drop top Porsche. You couldn't walk a mile off in my Like the feeling that you get. Living in the trenches and that that loud ass just Man, come on, dog. Like there's there's a feeling. There's and it's wild because I'm watching mm-hmm. other cultures able to pass that down from person to person, able to pass that down from like year to year to year. And I always did wonder, how is it going to happen for us? Like, when is it going to be that time when you'll see the young black kid find the joy in the stuff that their parents liked? Like, usually what happens with us, right? There's a, there's a, a natural progression. Mm-hmm. By the time you're in your mid-20s and stuff like that, that's when it becomes normal and popular to love the older shit. Whether it be like, you know, uh, it's Saturday morning, it's Sunday morning, everybody wants to clean to Anita Baker. Everybody wants to throw on the, the you know, the Marvin Gaze. Everybody wants to throw on the Sam Cooks. Because now, at that age, 
it's more openly accepted. It's more most people decide, okay, you know what? For nostalgia purposes, to reconnect with my youth, to reconnect with whatever positive emotions you have with that music, you go back. But as teenagers, there's this like weird, there's this weird thing. And I think rappers say it all the time. They're like, rap is a young man's sport. Right. Where like being involved in hip hop culture, whatever's going right now is the shit. And anything that is gone or past, fuck it. Right. That's what make you know what yeah. like what blows my mind and what I think is crazy is like sampling. And you hear these you hear these new songs with samples from songs from way back and it's crazy because they don't even know where the where, where the sample came from. And then sometimes we think we know where we think we you know, we thought we heard the original until we go back and realize where the sample came from. But it's like yeah. if you're a music head and your parents listen to a lot of stuff, you learn to to like you said, you respect the the generation of hip hop versus like a kid who just they hearing some little baby and they hear the sample. They don't even know that's the sample. They just hear it and they think that that's the actual original song. It's yeah, crazy. yeah. And I, I mean that's normal. That happens from generation to generation. I think the part that becomes disrespectful is when there's smut put on the original. Right. Like, we all have our version of something. Like, we'll hear an instrumental, we'll hear something. Because by this time, just like Prince said, Prince said this in the 80s. He said, by the time, there's going to be a time in music where we are sampling the sample of a sample of a sample of a sample. Mm -hmm. And he said that. He said that's just how the progress of music is going to keep going. And at some point, something's got to give and somebody got to make some new shit. But until we reach that point, Every generation believes that their version of whatever that sample is, that's the version that they hold near and dear, which is okay. When you get weird is when you play the older version or you play the originals or you play the, and there isn't that reverence given to it that, wow, what I have wouldn't have existed if this didn't happen. Right. Right. And that's crazy. And I, I, I like the whole, like, how they started kind of keeping it alive. I like that feeling. You know what I mean? But you got to respect it. You got to respect it. <laughs> I told Shim I was going to make a whole mixtape with nothing but the oldies and the new ones. That would be, samples. That'd Crazy, be dope. Right? That, you did. You're going to have to help me on that one, Reg. That, I got about like four or five songs, but I'm going to need about 20. Nah, that would be something fun to do. See, like songs like Tom's Diner, right? Like, I remember there's so many different versions of the same song, right? I bet y'all never heard this version, right? No, nah, this, this is one of my favorite songs, bro. I, I definitely heard it before. It's funny because I played this song about two months ago. And then you also have, this is the more popular version. Oh, no, this can't get up right here. Let's go ahead and uh, let the people enjoy for a sec. Take them on a quick sampling journey. See, there's a thing that when you make something that's catchy, when it's undeniable, right? There's a certain journey that the music can just take you on. You could kind of hear the applications. You could hear where 
damn, that bass could kind of go hard in an 80s record. You could hear how somebody could spit a crazy verse on this. And you could just hear as the different portions, the different horns come in, you can hear where the placement of the drums are. All of these are different spots where you could take something and you can re-rock it, you can change it and make so many different things. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it, yo. So I'm sending it to my boy tomorrow. I'm sampling this, bro. We about to do it. Good, just because of what Reggie said, <laughs> I'm gonna prove something. Because the verse on this would be kind of hard, though. I open up the paper. There's a story of an actor who had died while he was drinking. It was no one I had heard of. And I'm turning to the horoscope and looking for the funnies when I'm feeling someone watching me. And so I raise my head. It's really crazy when you listen to records like this and then when people get to sample them, you really never know what direction that they're going to go in. A good example, right? Let me go ahead and place it right here. Same sample, sped up, raised. But I would have never pictured this, right? now it's crazy because like the idea of sampling people always look at it as a negative thing people always kind of make those comments of oh, i'm tired of samples i'm tired of this i'm tired of that but it's like you really never know what you're gonna get and coming from a song like Tom's Diner, right. you would not expect to get a record like this. But at the end of the day, if it's creative enough. If it's creative enough, sometimes... Yes, people are still going to be able to catch on to a sample. And that's something that you want. Right. But you give them something that they never expected to get. And I think that's part of the journey. Mm -hmm. Like when it comes to relevance, when it comes to, to reverence, when it comes to those things that are important, <clears throat> I think giving people the room to be creative, giving people the room to actually try new things is one part. But appreciating that journey appreciating who did it first appreciating who did it now appreciating everybody who's taking part in that thing is how we reach the levels of you know those institutions whether it be the grateful dead whether it be aerosmith whether it be all these different groups who are able to live their lives have their careers put out their projects but never lose a step like, they don't have to feel like, oh, well, I'm 50 now. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. I'm 40 now. I have to sit down. I'm 60 now. It's not cool for me to do this anymore. No, they get to go and they get to grow old. They get to have Vegas residencies. They get to have, you know, packed out shows 
doing music from 30, 40 years ago that still get love like it's the first day it came out. I think rappers deserve that. I think rappers have earned that. And I think we're finally getting to the position with people like Nas breaking down those barriers, with people like Hove proving that they're still active and they still could get busy. People like Busta doing the things that they are doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we're finally getting, you know, that that hip hop class of, you know, those early 90s guys. I think they're the ones who are going to break down that barrier and kind of force those younger heads to to give it be up. more open be more open-minded, be more okay with those things. And when you named all those people that you, like, another thing that I didn't even think about until just now, when you named all those T-shirts, right, because there was that example that you gave where you were like, oh, Aaliyah, Big, Pac, this and that. The only niggas that I see young people rocking T-shirts of that are old or or older than they could have been alive for are dead people. Tired of that, too. Facts. Like, it's crazy because it's like, like Jadakiss said, dead rappers get better promotion. If you're a dead rapper, you're going to be in every Walmart, Target, every, and it's crazy. But if you survive past your prime, if you survive past whatever it is that's seen as your era, it's like you live long enough to either be a villain or be forgotten. And I think... Deep. These rappers of that class, that generation, they're breaking down those doors. You're going to see, hopefully, you know, somebody like a Drake, like J. Cole, like Kendrick. I want to see how they do 10 years from now, how they do 15 years from now. Pushing, pushing that envelope of longevity and proving that rap is not just a young man's sport. It's a, it's a true art form that's here to stay. Because I never liked that phrase because for something, something about that limited hip hop to me. Because one thing that I love about stand-up, right, we all agree that a lot of comedians, especially the seasoned ones, the older they get, the better they get, i.e. Dave Chappelle. The older that Dave Chappelle is getting, the better that swing is getting. And I feel like people like Hove are proving that with hip-hop. People like Nas are proving that, that there's a certain thing that you can get from an elder statesman that is still left to be desired. That's deep, man. That's deep. Y'all heard the track with uh, Kiss, Kiss, Mason, Cam, where they was rapping like that? Oh, yeah. I'm just yeah, saying man. as far as, like, inspiring, you know, the youth and shit like that. But uh, that's about it for this episode, man. I go by the name of Reggie Days, and this has been yet another episode of Reality Bites. Today I was joined by my right-hand man. Shame the dream. And we were also yeah. joined by. Chef. Man, thank you guys for listening. Uh, go ahead and follow us on Instagram. That is Reggie Days Radio, R-E-G-G-I-E. D-A-E-S. Also, check us out. Um, thank you guys for submitting everything that you have so far. You know, always reaching out to us via DMs. If you have any listener letters, please don't hesitate to reach out. Yet again, the email address, ReggieDaysRadio at gmail.com. Um, go ahead and leave some uh, reviews for us on iTunes. Leave some reviews for us on, on any, honestly, uh, listening platform that you listen to us on. You know, they help. The algorithms are not always kind to us, but hopefully you guys will be. Thank y'all. And uh, later days. First time. Yeah. I think we
gonna call this one the first time. Brucey B boys. First time you heard Nas, was you earling off some gut rot liquor on 2-5? Or your big brother put you on like surprise? Hearing my hood described, so vivid you can see it by closing your eyes. Maybe it was the age of the letters I wrote, when jail letters will hope you read the credits and you saw large pro. A sub-decrepit club with DJ SNS had buzz. I stepped on the stage with imperfections. I was messing up on her first time. Hey man, for those of y'all who are going out there having a good time, please be safe. We definitely want to see y'all around for the next episode, man. Take care. Columbia records while dealing with what the country Columbia jungles had left us. First time you heard it, Nas, I probably was under some pressure. Gun in the dresser while you was bagging up in the kitchen playing my records. Your first time was you hitting the gas in the whip with some ass you never hit and she passed. Your real music test to know if she into the ad libs. Real rap shit. Yeah. First time you heard Nas, you probably heard somebody say that I pick bad beats, but I pick bad freaks. Narratives, they running with the classics, they coming with, ain't fucking with what I recorded last week. For new guys, hope this the first time you heard Nas. It's a special moment, a million reasons I wrote it. My shit'll get you rescinded, cause you can tell where my soul is. The one I'm chosen, like Bryce and Brody, they pop all, so they had to do it. My dad did music, I had to pursue it. And spread my wings on a helipad like Troop did. The truth is, a similar thing had happened to me. I listen to Wayne, I listen to G, I listen to Dre, I listen to me. Since when did rap leave me so suspended in there? Since Kendrick entered the atmosphere, Onana was there. A lot Sienega, my nigga from LA said it's a nigga from Black Hippie. I was happy to just witness history. Like the first time I heard Slick Rick. How did you feel? First time you heard Nas. First time I heard Biggie. I'm like, who's this kid? Wow. First time you heard Nas. When I heard Pop, that was on that song with our digital underground. Like, first time you heard Nas. Yeah. That was crazy. I really hope that this your first time. It's something about first time hearing your favorite artist, or they become to be your favorite artist after like a long time or. Oh, it's instantaneous, like I know when the first time I heard Michael Jackson, Marvin Gaye, Diana Ross, Shaka Khan, Stevie Wonder, like, N.W.A., what the fuck is this shit, kid? I was going crazy.